Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Faster, stronger. Obviously, you know, watch and learn from tape as well. Try and expand my knowledge on defense as far as, you know, getting a, a more of a better feel for the game as well. Be a big jump first to second year. Just kind of make sure that I focus in on a lot of those deep key details as well, the small details as far as, you know, within my route running and cleaning things up with that as well. That is Khalil Shakir, one of the speedier assets on offense that the Bills did not seem to utilize. Shakir, McKenzie, Hines, Cook. Happy Tuesday. Going to get Happy to your calls. Going to get to Jeremy's rant. He's got a little thing he's developing here. We're having a good time. <laughs> I just thought of something. That's all. I thought of something. We're having fun in off-season mode. And I, I went, I said to Howard, I'm like, yep. I'm going to save oh. it. Yep. I'm going to save it. But I thought of something. 803-0550 to join us. Let's get connected with our fans. Adam in New Jersey, thank you for holding on and welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you. Hey, so I'm all aboard the wide receiver train, like absolutely all aboard it. The only thing is with with that, the fuel that runs the train, and I, I know Jeremy's going to hate it, but like I know that you know that it's true. The offensive line, we still need some of that. Ours is mediocre at best. Deion Dawkins looked like trash on, on, uh, on Sunday. Like they – as much as we want all these good weapons, and I'm all about it, Josh needs some time to throw to these weapons that we want to get from uh, from everyone from college. Like I just, it, it's 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 a great idea. It's just we need that protection for that. So we need that fuel to run the wide receiver train, and that's the offensive line. Those are the only two positions I feel like we need to get in the draft. The only other thing I, I'm thinking of also is. Are they going to be able to use them correctly? I brought this up to uh, Mike and Chris yesterday. It's really concerning because McDermott being a defensive guy, um, he gives this, like, Rex Ryan aura that, like, I don't really know or know too much about the offense, where in Kansas City, Eric Bieniemy could always defer to, like, Andy Reid if he's, like, stomp or had a roadblock in a game. 
where I feel like Dorsey's like left on an island uh, with that. If he's if he's stuck, he, like McDermott's not going to know more than Dorsey about the offense. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. I don't know what you guys think. But about that, that. that's why they surrounded him. There are there are four other guys on the offensive staff who have been offensive coordinators at the NFL level. But, but so if, they're I, surround, if they're surrounding him with those guys, yeah. then wh- why, why are is they, he the offensive coordinator? Because, <laughs> it's a fair, because, because the they quarterback, wanted continuity in the relationship yeah, they, with the quarterback in the quarterback room. But the problem is the guy had never been a play caller, so to protect that possible issue, they made sure there were guys here who I think had done the job. Tyler Dunn might have had the stat that a first-time play caller hasn't ever won the Super Bowl, or maybe it's been 30 years. Well, wouldn't be so, surprised. I mean, it's, no, no, that's it's a tough it, job it, to it, learn. It, it, it wouldn't be surprising. And again, Dorsey, if he returns, well, will be... Will be and, a, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Dorsey will be a second-year play caller if he returns. You know, Part of the point that I think Tyler was making in his piece was when you decide to go with a first-year play caller, you're going to put yourself at a bit of a disadvantage because it's... On all the things like it's never happened before, you took one of your Super Bowl window years and said first time play caller. And true, Adam with the other guys. Uh, let me just differentiate here. Like Rob Boris was already here on staff, right, tight end coach, but he had been an OC. Cromer was brought in to coach the offensive line, but he had been an OC. Uh, I think maybe Mike Shula was new this year, right, as a okay. senior offensive assistant. And the other guy is. Oh my God! Oh, Joe Brady. Joe Brady was an off was brought in to be quarterback coach, but he was an OC in Carolina and uh, also did play calling at LSU. And but they should have made those guys the offensive coordinator. Well, they yeah, those guys. Uh, that's McDermott's they, they, decision. They wanted the continuity and, and Allen's and endorsement. And that's what. That's why I'm I'm really discouraged with McDermott because I don't know if he's making the right decision, and it reflects in his in in, in a lot of his stuff. There's holes in his in his decision making, obviously, uh, and and. I understand, like, Josh was really beating the drum for, for Dorsey this, this offseason. I guess they just like, oh, okay, he wants him. It's good. Yep. We're good like that. But maybe he doesn't know. Like, he, Josh is still, like, he's still a kid. Like, he's 20, what is he, 26, 27? Like, maybe he doesn't know, like, what's the best for him in this situation. Like, yeah. he may want him. He may have a great rapport with him. But maybe it's not the best thing for him, especially for the whole organization, especially if you want to advance to win a Super Bowl. And that's that's my concern. Mm-hmm. Like, you have – Dorsey doesn't – I don't know how good those other guys are, but to – like if he's just going to defer and have a vanilla concepts, like how uh, how is this team going to move forward in this in this year? And you're right, we just threw this year out the window. So so okay, are we just going to rely on his growth? And then well, what if he has been a, a vanilla concept yeah. next year? Thank, and uh, okay, thanks, Adam. I don't think they threw out this year. I was just saying like they were they were gambling a bit with the first year coordinator. Here's what I would say to that: like we don't want Josh to be anything like Mac Jones necessarily. However. One of the things that, with Bill O'Brien getting that job today in New England, mm-hmm. Mac Jones said he wants to be coached hard. Some guys are going to want to be pushed hard. Some guys want to be coddled is a, a, the wrong a word. word. It's right. the wrong word. Right. Some guys, you know, different players have different styles. And Allen, what, what the Bills have to do. Maybe some guys you have to do a little more positive reinforcement. Sure, absolutely. And what Brian Dable was able to do was bring – Josh Allen along, of course, with Ken Dorsey. He was there, too. Bring him along and bring out the best in him. And, you know, along the way, anybody that's done anything, sometimes a change in your boss, sometimes a change here can affect you in a good way or in a bad way. Sometimes you might think it's a bad idea, but it does bring out the best in you. So Sean McDermott's job is to continue to get the absolute most out of Josh Allen. And if that is keeping Ken Dorsey, well, then that's their decision. If they think, 
We need someone that challenges him more, if that's not happening. Then that needs to be the decision. To the original point, you said, I'm not going to like it with the offensive line. I'm here to tell you and announce to you and, and say to you, I'm fine if they draft some offensive line. I'm good with it. Well, they have to. That's I know, another I position know. of need. Last year, need. I drove a wide receiver train last year and said, I'm good with a corner. Go get your corner and then get me some receivers. And that didn't happen. Yeah. This year it's going to be, you want to get an offensive line, you want to get a right tackle? That sounds great. You want to get a guard? Okay, the positional value is not exactly there in the first round, I don't think. Right. Not even this class, just the position itself. I just want them to really address the offense. And part of what, you know, I had a tweet yesterday. Mario Puig took a little bit of exception with it. Um, he, I think, wrote a wire that the Bills' weapons are not terrible. No, but they've slow played their entire offense for two years. Or they've, I mean, neglected is too strong a term, but, you know, it's been pieces in, pieces out, and not a fundamental, you know, get after it since the digs move. What we keep saying since the digs move, what's the biggest move the offense has made? Yeah, it, there's a contrast between the offense and the defense here. The defense gets gets consistent first round picks yeah. thrown at the defensive line. Where do the second round picks go to the defensive line? Mm-hmm. And it's time for the offense to get that same level of love. First I'm, round I'm, pick I'm, went to cornerback. If too. they overhaul the offensive line the same way that Kansas City and Cincinnati, Cincinnati in back to back years, right. those two teams. Made that their focus. If the Bills say that's our focus this year, I'm not going to be unhappy. I just better get some weapons to go with that stuff. And, yeah, you know, I, I think that the, the, in the train, the train has more than one car. Okay, the engine of the train is the wide receiver train. Okay, that's leading the train. The second car is offensive line. You have to at least one, if not two. Honestly, if you told me they were bringing three new starters in, I wouldn't fight you because I think Bates is okay. But you could, you know, you could do better than that, right? But well, Dawkins and Morse don't appear to be going anywhere. You have to move on from Roger Saffold, and I think it's time to do better than Spencer Brown. Bates, I would be up for debate. So we're talking at least two starters. Yeah, the offensive line has to be addressed. For me, wide receiver, then offensive line. Like I said earlier, and I apologize for those of you that love defense, I'm just not thinking about defense. One thing to watch for this offseason, too. You might have to get a linebacker if you don't resign Edmonds. You do have to get a linebacker if you don't resign Edmonds. McDermott talked about culture. We have a good culture. You know, it's important to him. He then did say... I love what he said here. But you have to make plays. Right, and that's a 1,000% correct. Culture, yes, the proper fit, the right guys. But culture for the sake of culture isn't good enough. Like McDermott said, you could put me on the field, meaning himself, McDermott, doesn't make the team better. Right, so it's a little bit of a transition. He, at one point, years ago, said culture trumps strategy. You know, his number one thing is instilling a culture here. They've done that. For him to say but you've got to make plays, that means that every single bubble cap casualty candidate has to be considered. Uh-huh. I mean, Mitch Morse is a cap bubble yeah. candidate. I think he'd be back, but yes. I think so too. But ev- everything is on the table for them to kind of get their cap in good shape, and they might love what the culture is, what this person does, but you have to make plays. You could even put that to the coordinators. They're great. They fit in great, but are we getting enough? For McDermott, like the one thing about McDermott, people are on him a little bit today because of his defensive background. I don't have any doubt he he wants to win, and he gets every bit as fiery as people are mad about Diggs getting fiery for. It just might not be on television. Mm-hmm. He burns, and I think he'll leave no stone unturned. I mean, doesn't mean they're all going to be the right decisions, but but you have to make plays. It was a big key. That means there might be some guys that they love, culture guys, like, is McKenzie this? 
is McKenzie, culture guy. We love him. Fits in face of the franchise. We make jokes about him being the face of the franchise. He doesn't make plays. You got to go. I think a couple but, of things I heard. By the way, when he was talking about culture, he also did say he feels they're at a point where the room is strong enough that maybe they don't have to talk as much about culture being you know the be-all, end-all. I will take him for what he said yesterday, Jeremy. And I think to your point about McKenzie, I'm thinking about Brandon Bean too. Like remember Brandon Bean recently, didn't he say something recently about win or lose, however the season plays out, I'll always love this team. This team will always hold a special place on my heart because, you know, all the adversity, everything they went through. McDermott yesterday, multiple times, talked about we have to be honest and objective with our own, we, with our players, with our coaches. Now, assuming that's not just lip service. To me, that's we love all our guys, but hey, we love our coaches, we love our players, but this wasn't good enough. We, we took a step back in the playoffs. We fell behind Cincinnati in the conference. So I'm going to take the coach at his words, and you have to separate the emotion of I love Leslie Frazier or I love Ken Dorsey. He works his butt off. Or we love Isaiah McKenzie. He's a great guy. And you have to make really hard decisions to how to make this team better and, and be honest and objective. He said it. So I'm, I don't think this is a we love everybody, run it back, and we'll just go use our draft picks. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're, they need to make some big changes here and finally invest on the offensive side of the ball, not just say, we'll be okay, Spencer Brown will take a – he'll step up next year. And, and, and uh, well, I, I seriously don't think Saffold's coming back. Ike Botker's in-house. We'll just promote him. I, I, I do believe they need – they understand they have to make changes. And McKenzie, by the way, Spotrack tweeted this morning potential cuts – for the Bills, and he was listed two point five million in cap and three hundred thousand in dead cap. So just see, just to make a couple, a couple of million, million yeah. he might be a, I a think guy that's to move a, on from. That's an easy one. Well, he lost his return job, assuming Hines is sticking around, and they, and wanted he, they to don't have a him. role for him on offense. Right, they wanted to replace him in the slot. Right, they so brought I, Beasley back. Yeah, uh, let's go to Bill and Old Forge. You're on WGR. Go right ahead. Hey guys, so funny. You just talked about a couple things that uh, it's going to go to what I want to say. Um, first of all, I was on the DK Metcalf train that draft. I'm, they're, he's there on TV, Seattle, since he got in the league. And my girlfriend even remembers the names. That the guy, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. The guy's been a beast. I wanted them to draft him way back. But anyways, and the other thing, the culture you just talked about. And that leads me to a couple things I want to I say, and then I want you guys to address both of them and go from what I said. But um, as far as Diggs goes, I didn't. I wasn't excited when they got him because he forced his way out of Minnesota. I don't like deeper receivers. I was never on the Antonio Brown train. I do not want Odell Beckham near this team. And Diggs, just showing up, Allen, I don't like it at all. If they could flip him for a second or third and have somebody pick up some of his cap, I know he's good. He's a good player. But it festers. It usually gets worse. It started with he wanted the ball more. He's acting up on the field. Now he's acting up on the sideline. Allen's not going to say anything bad about him because that's Allen's personality. That's why we love him so much. He's the engine. If they could get rid of Diggs, I could care less. I, I won't root for him again. I, I, I mean, if he plays good, I want him to play good, but he's not a guy I could care less when he's finally done here and moves on. Get another receiver, do what you got to do. If you can get something for him, do it. And then as far as the culture goes, that leads me to the culture. Let me, let me hop in with a quick question. Do you remember Thurman Thomas? Yes. He was really good, right? Really good, wasn't he? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Back when he played and they were winning and going to Super Bowls, there were weeks where he was pissed off if he didn't get enough touches. It wasn't a selfish thing. It's not a selfish. It didn't make him a prima donna. He's a great player. Give me the ball. Andre Reid would would do that too. The great guys want the ball. 
Yeah, but you can't use that as an excuse all the time. I'm not using that as an excuse. It's a win. fact. Everybody wants to win. It doesn't make your, you just, you just said he's a diva and a prima donna. I'm telling you, the great guys do that. They say, what are we doing? Get me involved more and we can win. That on doesn't make sideline, you a prima donna. On the, on the sidelines to Allen? Oh, my God. Let me take a different angle here, Bill. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are super close. They are friends. They were he were, they refer to that. each other as like Diggs refers to him as as his little brother. Like you don't think you don't think it bothered Allen at all. I'm sure it did. Have you ever okay. yelled at a friend or a brother? Have you ever done that? Have you ever had an emotional moment? You like, can you can look at it that way. I understand what, on, what, I, what angle you're taking. I'm looking at it that way because that's the way that it currently exists within the team. I bet Stefan hold on a second, man. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, ahead, go ahead. It's go ahead. okay. So it's all good. My guess is Diggs was really mad, and I bet like today he wishes he hadn't done that publicly to his brother, his guy that like they're super close. On Thanksgiving, he literally says, "I'm thankful for you, Josh Allen." On the Vaughncast, on Von Miller's podcast, Diggs talks about thanking God for delivering him Josh Allen. If he's mad at him, it's like when you're mad it's at a your, heat of the moment thing. You're mad at your dad. Yeah. You're mad at your brother. That happens. And I just don't think we all have to act like that's bad. Let's not forget, the biggest tantrum of the season came from the offensive coordinator. He threw a oh, I tantrum. Like I love that. And everybody said they loved it. That I, lo- was, I love that. Now, why that, did you like why, that? Why did you, why, why, it what, wasn't directed at but it wasn't what, directed at your star quarterback. Allen's not going anywhere. But wait a minute. The, guy, the guy's a coach. He's supposed to be in control, and he's supposed to be calm. He's a play caller. He can't fly it, off the handle. It wasn't directed, but it wasn't directed on the sidelines. At, at the, he knew. He knows he's on TV. He knows, it's just a bad look. He does, okay, how about this? He doesn't know he's on TV. You. He knows what, it's possible if, he's on TV. Okay, but what if, what if going forward, okay, this, this now I don't know if this is going to happen or not. He forced his way out of Minnesota. What if he doubles down? And doesn't really come out and say, you know, I was wrong. And he pushed, like, oh, I want to trade. You still want him on the team then? Because I could see that going tr- that direction. If That's he wants a trade, then no, he'll be traded. But my guess is he won't want to trade I, and that they I, won't I, want to trade him. I just think by now he should have came out and said, I mean, you know what? I, I, everybody's got their opinion on it. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Don't bark at Allen. I love Allen. And it's not just because he's the quarterback. I like his personality. He fits the culture. He fits who I want on the Bills as a team. And I don't like the guys. And the Bickering Bills, this is the difference. And I'm, I, this is another thing I wanted to mention. The Bickering Bills, they went to four Super Bowls in a row. So I give them a little bit not of a... Right, so, right, so not when they were bickering. It on. happened after yeah, that. But that. That gets to the meat of it, Bill. It only matters that they win. That's the only thing that matters, man. If they win, okay, if, if they win like this, you like it. And if they <laughs> lose like this, you got to go. But, they, but if, they lost. If you trade, I, I, if you I, trade I, Stephon Diggs, you make this a weaker football team. Period. Well, what if what if they got what if they got a second round pick? That's not bad. That's a bad trade. You make this team a well, weaker football team right away. There's there's there's, there's well, probably the point was then they got some money. If they could get rid of him for a second and get some money off the cap, then they, they could keep some of the guys that they're talking about maybe losing like now. Who? And who's filling the yeah. targets and the catches and who gets who breaks coverage? Who who fills that elite number one receiver role when you trade Diggs? You could just maybe draft draft a guy in the first. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Well, you have to draft it, a guy. It'll depend first, on how yeah. he acts moving forward, I guess. Maybe my feelings change depending on how he acts in the next month or so. Because who knows? It festers sometimes. He did it in Minnesota. OJ, oh, oh, Beckham does it everywhere he goes. Antonio Brown does it everywhere he goes. 
I, I, maybe he is going to turn out to be one of those guys. I guess we'll have to wait and see. And then one more thing before I get off the air, and I want you guys to address this too. Before the season started, there were a couple of the younger guys on the station that were saying this roster and this team they thought was better than the, the Super Bowl Bills of the 90s, the four, the four guys who went four times, all those Hall of Famers. And I remember cringing, going, oh, man, no, no, they're not. they got to get to a Super Bowl first before you compare them. Even think about comparing that team. And, and they, they, they said that they thought the roster and the team was better than those teams. And, and here we are now. It's like, no, that, that, that was never a true statement. It was absolutely ridiculous when they were talking on the radio like that. All right. Thank you, Bill. Let's go to Mo in New Jersey. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Having a great time. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for getting us through another uh, season that ends in disappointment. But, um, you know, it is what it is. That's life as a Bills fan. Um, what I want to talk about is I'm looking forward to hearing Brandon Bean's press conference today. I know they're not going to divulge everything that they're going to do, right? They don't even know what they're going to do yet. But, you know, I think he's like the most straightforward person in the organization when it comes to what he has to say. And, you know, I'm not ready for the off season, but here we go. Here we are. I also, you know, wonder what you guys think, like, depending on what happens that maybe next season, do you think Sean McDermott would be on the hot seat if it ends like this again, because we are in a Super Bowl window with our quarterback and our team. Do you think that, you know, if it ends, you know, burns and crashes kind of like it did on Sunday, they have to look at making a change because we can't waste this quarterback's talent for much longer. And I, I love Sean McDermott. I love what he's done with this team. But like, we have to be objective and think like what's best for this team going forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, on like your question about what does Bean sound like today, I'm very interested to find out. Last year, their end of season was sick to my stomach. Can't believe it happened. How could that happen? We're going to look at. We're going to evaluate everything. We're going to look into all mm-hmm. of it. What happened? What happened? It was you know that was shock, and this one might be surprised they lost in the way that they did, but it'll be very different. And I'm 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 excited to hear what he has to say about. His I team. wonder if he will say. I think he'll point out they got ten points the other day, and I wonder if he will say he has in the past talked about. It's right points, scoring points. Yeah, you know, and all that. Will he say we didn't do enough around our quarterback this year? We didn't do enough to help Josh Allen. It's on me yes. and us to help Josh Allen more next season. Right? Yes. That's what you want to hear. Yes, they will say that. Good, he, he okay. will say that. Well, that's pro- that goes into the priority of this off season, right? That means go get a wide receiver, go get one or two off, overhaul your line, or whatever you need to do your offensive <laughs> line. Figure out what the heck you're doing with your running backs. I think he will say something about we need to, to do more to help Josh Allen. Speaking of Josh Allen, at SpotTrack.com, this is one of the fun things about the cap. You want to know how much this, the, the Bills can open up in cap space? Oh, for him? With the yeah. structuring his contract? Yeah. Go ahead. $21 million. Yeah, his cap number is 39 yeah. next season? They can just restructure him in March and right. make a $21 million savings on the cap this year. Look at his cap number in like 2025. See what it does in a few years. What does it do? It's $51 million. Okay. The cap will be like $500 million. We hope, yes. Who cares? Right. <laughs> well, look. I mean, Trey, Dion, Doc, you Listen, can dig. You can restructure a whole bunch I of these contracts. I think Rodgers already gets that, doesn't he? 51? Yeah. Does the, he have 51? The, wow. My hot take on the cap with understanding it a little bit but not enough is that they say the salary. Some people say, like, the cap's not real. It is real. But if you don't cut the players because mm-hmm. they're bad signings, you are never in jail. Mm-hmm. 
cap jail comes when you sign Marcel Darius to a giant deal and you let it go, or you are the Broncos and Russell Wilson's like, oh, you want to eat this eighty million dollar hit? It's only when you when you sign a monster deal and then that guy doesn't play. For Allen, they can restructure him until mm-hmm. forever. The, yeah, two stadiums from now, right? Or whatever when two he retires. From yeah, now. you know, you know, who knows? Twenty twenty five. By the way, <laughs> Deshaun Watson will have a fifty five million dollar cap hit. Russell Wilson will have a fifty five million dollar cap hit, and Aaron Rodgers will have a sixty million dollar cap hit. And, and I think and Josh can, is at fifty one that year. Fifty one. Yeah. yeah. Stafford will have fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's how it a, works with those. Devontae Adams will have a forty four million dollar cap wow. hit that year. <sighs> And they'll all be restructured probably five yes. times over. Yep. Yeah, there are, there are a number of guys. I didn't look at it yet either, right? But there are a number of guys at the top. Go to the top of the Bills cap chart and look at the base salaries. Yeah. Pick out the highest base salaries. Those are the guys you restructure. You bonus their bases. You open up cap space. It's, it's, it's not hard to do. Kurt writes in real quick. Isn't there a viral video of Peyton Manning snapping on Jeff Saturday? Oh, it's a great video. It is, yeah. it is it's great. It's hilarious. It is great. And they're it close is, friends, right? It is a violent sport with tons of emotion. And Manning, by the way, was at the game on Sunday. Yeah, his son was there. Yeah. He's a big Josh Allen fan, his son, right? Yep. His, in fact, I think his son was wearing a Josh Allen he jersey. Was. He yeah. was. Not bad, huh? They're in Philly Saturday night and fly down to Buffalo for the game on Sunday. It's good life. 803. No, I'm not going to say it. 803. What? Oh, what? Let's not make the offseason about Stefan Diggs is a prima donna. I'm just begging all of us. This is... This is... Don't get distracted by the guy behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, okay? Focus on getting back to Kansas. Do not, please, let us not freak out about Diggs and strip the C, and he should be traded, and he's a prima donna, and this is going to fester. And I don't mean just the last caller. You're not the only one, sir. We've had multiple calls in two days. I'm telling you, for God's sakes, let's find out how to make the offense better. Let's get better wide receivers. Let's get a better offensive line. Let's see if you can find a better play caller. Let's figure out what you're doing with Tremaine Edmonds. What are you doing about Poyer? Is Benford going to step in for him? Let's not get distracted by, yeah, but guys, he yelled at the quarterback. Big freaking deal. People yell at each other. Coaches yell at coaches. I, players yell at players. Jeremy threw a sneaker at me I one day. I threw a shoe at him. <laughs> he hit me in the head. With a shoe. On the air. It did happen. And I'm still working with this schmo. I'm, people yell at each other in football, in hockey, in baseball. Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson almost fought at Fenway Park a long time ago. It happens. Don't go crazy. It's He's not a cancer. It's not blowing up the room. It doesn't mean Josh Allen will now no longer want to throw the ball to his best wide receiver. Let's not get distracted. Stay focused on what has to be done, and that is to make this team better in multiple spots. And don't subtract the best skill player on the roster and overreact to, oh my God, he was upset on the sideline and he tried to leave the stadium before McDermott spoke to the team. Yeah, that was wrong. Okay. I'll give you that point. It doesn't mean I would trade him. It doesn't mean I would strip the captaincy. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Stay in the room till the coach speaks. You want to leave the minute McDermott's done? Fine. You're angry? Get out of there. Other players did too. But you're right. He should not have tried to bolt before the head coach was in the locker room after the game. That he did wrong. Other than that, I got no problems. Let's just move on and focus on making this team better. 
Oh, man, this is just, we are obliterating breaks today. Joe, you got to get a harder control on this show. 803-0550 to join us. Uh, if you're on hold, hang on. And, uh, of course, Extra Point Show coming up at 10, so more Bill's Talk all day long on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey! Hey! I, I, hey! Quit calling the f- plays, all right? Hey, we gotta run the we'll run the ball. Can we run it down there? Yeah, we run it down Yeah, Jeff, we will. All right, we call pass plays. Block. He's calling plays. Go sit down. He's calling plays. I will sit down. Don't quit yelling. Hey, go sit down. No, we're cool. Y'all quit yelling. He's doing it. Come on, okay. He's yelling at us. You don't have to go yet. That is awesome. Peyton Manning and his offensive line. The leader of the offensive line, Jeff Saturday, and Peyton Manning hey, yelling at each other. Earlier this year, Tom Brady screaming at his offensive line on the sideline. Yeah, that's what happens. You know the rule. Quarterback does it, it's leadership. Wide receiver does it, attitude. Undertones. Anyway. It is, it is that Honestly, it is that position more than any other on the football field where people throw out the prima donna diva label. No yeah. other position gets it like wide receiver. I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah. But that said, I want something else here. Chris Long has just tweeted something that we didn't bring up yet. Remember the neutral site AFC championship game? <laughs> that wasn't. Yeah. For everybody that was, I mean, the NFL machine could not stop reporting how important it was they sold 50,000 tickets, and now they're going to want to do this every year now. How do they do it now? They never even got their trial balloon. Yeah, they didn't see it how It never looked. happened. Yeah. If they had done it and the rating was off the chart and the atmosphere was amazing and the tickets sold and the suites sold, Albert Breer, I think it was, pointed out the only difference, the only money that would be made extra 
would be sweet sales. Amazing. That's it. Because the league keeps all the sweet sales? Yes. you got to be freaking the kidding me. The only thing, no TV difference, no atmosphere difference, tickets to the actual game, because these, you know, you're taking it away from a home fan base, would just be for sweet sales. And at the end of the day, it doesn't happen. I always thought it was a big task to, for the NFL to, to think they could do it. Now to think they could do it without even having tried having it. seen it. Yeah. They had their little window. It didn't happen. I think the ship sailed. I don't think you can do it. Good, because... If that's all they get out of it, and we're going to tell teams you can forget about home field advantage in the conference playoffs, and you can forget about what's the point of being the one seed. All right, you get a bye, and you get one home game. So does the two seed and the three seed and the four seed. And then you go on to a neutral site. It's a terrible idea. I can't stand it. And if it's all you get out of it, I thought there'd be more levels to what the NFL would get out of it in terms of money and revenue streams. I know corporate suites are not exactly cheap, but if that's all the NFL gets out of it, to me, what you're doing to your fans, what you're doing to your game by stripping two cities of home field advantage for a chance to go to the Super Bowl is not worth it just because you get 100% of the corporate suite money. Again, the NFL's not down to its last nickel. Their revenues keep going up. They make what? I don't even know how many billions of dollars they make. They just... Doubled, tripled their TV rights in the last TV rights deal. They're constantly creating new revenue streams. Just find something else to do other than taking away home field advantage in the um, conference playoffs. Real quick, we've, we've found out who's singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Yes. Joe Mixon's going to be very upset. Uh, <laughs> it's announced early. Oh, I got it. How do you even I, know sorry. the Super Bowl? Uh, are you talking about the Super Bowl? <laughs> Chris Stapleton will be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. You know what they should have done? They should have found some really famous artist from Kansas City to sing at the Super Bowl, inferring, well, the Chiefs are going to be there, so we want someone from Kansas City to sing the anthem. By, they, the, by the way, on that corporate suite, I just did some quick math. This is, this is <laughs> using a Super Bowl number, so it's going to be less than this, but the average Super Bowl corporate suite goes for $450,000. Okay. How many suites are we I talking just, in I a just stadium? Picked a, I just picked a random stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. That's one they would definitely target for yeah, like a conference championship. 100 suites. They have 131 suites. So that's like $50 million of corporate suite money that they would make on top. Well, that's if you would spend the same that you do at the Super Bowl. And that's so right. Maybe cut it which in half is, for I a would third. Say, I would say cut it lower. in like a fourth. Three quarters. Yeah. So the Super Bowl, 30, the Super Bowl is a week-long event with ev- like the city yeah. is transformed. The AFC Championship game. Yeah, I don't think the league's going to transform both cities into a week-long event. The other thing, though, like I, I also think it's a horrible idea. I'm not so quick to dismiss that they'll do it now, though. I feel like they might think their trial balloon was just selling the tickets. They don't need to see but, the game. But, I mean, were they really worried that if they did a neutral site field, it would be challenging to sell tickets? Were fans not going to show but up? Do, but do they think at this point that it's like, oh, well, the, the game would have not had an atmosphere given that all the Chiefs and Bills fans were going to go? Like, they probably assume the atmosphere would have been great. Do you think they're maybe going to reach out to Joe Mixon and see if he'd be okay with it? <laughs> Is he upset? Somebody call Zach Taylor. Yeah. Zach, we're thinking about doing this. Let's make sure the Bengals approve of everything. Yeah. Now. Is the league office sitting around talking about like, uh, you know, we would do it, but man, these teams are going to be so mad about it. Well, the Titans have a great fan base, right? So they would have no problems filling a neutral site field in an AFC championship game because they're the best fans in the league, aren't they? Let's get to Justin in Maryland next year. Thank you for holding on. Go right ahead. Hey, guys, just two real quick concerns, and if you think they're legitimate, you know, I'll just hang up and listen to your thoughts. But please, Bill's Mafia and everybody, no more comparisons to Diggs to Antonio Brown first. Um, with regards to 
Uh, I'm not sure you can compare yeah. anybody to Antonio Brown with all the stuff he did <laughs> in multiple cities, three cities. Good, good point. Um, I keep hearing Sal bring up uh, uh, Sean McDermott being extremely loyal. Um, but in business, you know, you could be loyal to a point. Um, but if your, uh, you know, workers are making, you know, performing poorly in, in big strategic positions, then you've got to let them go. And I just have a concern that maybe this coach can be too loyal to uh, coordinators, uh, his staff, as well as some of his players, uh, and not putting maybe the best players in positions and uh, thinking about whether he wants to retain someone or not. I worry about him being overly loyal. And the second concern I have is how much this team might be taking on the persona of their coach in the middle of a game. McDermott is a wrestler, a fighter by trade, but he seems in these biggest moments of these biggest games to kind of shrink a little bit and, and fair and punt the game away, almost giving it up. And I'm wondering if part of the Bills' emotional fatigue in that game was also, uh, you know, reflecting what their coach identity was. It seemed like they thought he was almost, I don't want to say it this way, but I guess the only way I can say it is they were, maybe they thought he gave up on them when he started punting it away. And they kind of gave up on their own, like they can't win. Uh, I mean, that's, I think everybody who was watching thought when we punted it twice that we were giving the game away. And I, I worry about those two things. I don't know um, if those those concerns are legitimate or not, but I'll hang up and listen to what you think. Thanks, Justin. I think sometimes you know, people will call and say the game was over after two possessions, and it definitely was not. The Bills never came back from it, but the game's not over at 14 to nothing. In fact, the week before, we watched a team take a 27 nothing lead on the mm-hmm. road and lose. And Cincinnati took a big lead against New England this year. Mm-hmm. And almost, almost lost, lost. Yep. if Ramondre Stevenson doesn't fumble inside the 10. The Minnesota comeback? Yeah. So this idea, I think... <clears> not, if you, by if, the way, not the game here, obviously, the no. big comeback they had. I think if home. you say that the game was over at 14 nothing, you're actually letting them off the hook. It was 14-7, to then it was 17-7 with the ball first and 10 in Cincinnati territory. It was still 17-10. It was still a one-possession game The then. game is not over. The game but was far But that's why people were over. angry that he punted oh, at the I, 41. I know, I know. <laughs> that punt... Led to a 10-point halftime deficit. Now, it could have been 13 if, in fact, they don't get the first down. But even late in the game, they're, then they're down 17 in punting. And, you know, that, that one might be water under the bridge. But the point is, don't, don't try to sell anybody that the game was over at 14 nothing. It was not over. This team got down 17 points to the Ravens this year and won. Yeah. This team had multiple double-digit leads and lost this year. Minnesota, the Jets... A 14-point deficit is not insurmountable, and that's the whole point of having a great offense. Is There's another point. Well, they haven't played from behind that much this year. Build so you can. Sometimes it's not going to go your way. Sometimes you're not going to be the bully. You need to score fast. You Mm -hmm. need to have the ability to break things open. You've got the quarterback to do it. I thought the – yeah, I didn't like his decision-making. I was trying to think – Maybe I'll, I'll do this for you-know-whats and giggles because we pointed out in the last three years in all the playoff exits, you can find moments where, you know, Sean McDermott went conservative. What I, but I didn't really think, like, I haven't thought about the wins. Like, how was he in the win over Baltimore or the Colts or the blowout of the Patriots? Like, the games they've won in the playoffs, what were they doing on fourth down, going for it, not going for it? Because you, I don't remember those. They won the game. I remember the games they lost and why I felt they lost, and part of that was coaching so in fairness to him there could have been other decisions and wins that they did the right thing but these stand out they lost the football game he shouldn't have punted 
I don't like the fact that, you know, he, he was asked again yesterday about the punt and the fourth and the, um, what was it, when they were going to fake punt. Was it fourth and two from their own 20? And he uh, had called a fake punt, ready to go, but they didn't get the look from Cincinnati. So, okay, the coach was willing to go for it from his own 20. But instead of trusting his offense to do it, he was going to come up with a gadget play and trust either the punter to throw a ball or an up-back to run the ball. My guess is up-back run. Either way, he's calling for a trick play from special teams. We need to catch him by surprise. Let's run special teams to run a play as opposed to let's keep our offense on the field to get two yards. Even in that scenario, let's say you pick up the first down, you're then sending your quarterback out there trusting him to move the ball down the field. Right, now you're you're 22 or 23. You didn't think he could get two yards. Right. And that's the same thing, too. Fourth and ten. Mm, boy, that's a lot to ask. He said, like, if I give Cincinnati the ball there at their 41 with 47 seconds left, they have a chance to score. Yeah. And, I mean, they didn't, but you they could have had a chance to score from their own nine, and they went downfield. So, I just, it's believe in your offense. And I just think he hit times where he didn't believe in his offense, and quite honestly, he didn't couldn't trust his defense the way they were playing the other day, right? Why'd you punt from the 41? I think it's too much to ask for my offense, and if I give them the ball there, I don't trust my defense to stop them. One other quick cap casualty, potentially, and I'm going to say this one has to happen. We didn't mention, you said Cook and Hines could be back next year. So Singletary, Spotrek has his value at $5.5 million. <laughs> Not paying that. No. Cook's entire deal is $3.7 million. Naheem Hines has two years left. Yeah. The Bills can free up almost $5 million of space by moving on. Yeah, that's fine. He's got to move on. Yeah, that's fine. You can't. No, I meant move, fine to move on. Yeah, yeah. you got to move on. It's not like he was an integral piece. Or five. like you you can come back, restructure it for like what? A million and a half Something. and you could be our returner? Go find next season, off season's J.D. McKissick somewhere. I don't know. Five. I mean, he else. might be that. Like I, I think I do like the idea of him being their pass-catching running back, the number two. Like, just number two, James Cook is your number one. Mm-hmm. But right, like but that number would have cost. to come way down. Yeah, that's, way that's, down. that's an easy move, right? That's a very easy move. All right, we'll get a break. We'll come back, wrap up the show if you're on hold. Hang on because, of course, Joe and Sal are ready to go at 10 o'clock and they're going to dig, dig down deep and take more of your phone calls as well on WGR. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up.
sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Sports. So I'm just thinking, looking at some betting stuff for the games this weekend. Bet MGM is saying more than 80% of the money bet on the conference championship games is going on. The Bengals and the Eagles. Eagles open as one and a half point favorites. It's moved to two and a half. It might move to three because of all the money that's coming in on Philadelphia. The Chiefs are still favored. I'm a little surprised, fellas. It was one and a half. I guess it's still one. But he's gimpy since he's good. Yeah. They beat Kansas City three straight times, including in Kansas City in the playoffs last year, and that was when Mahomes had two healthy ankles. If Cincinnati wins, are they the – I mean, right now the AFC has been talked about, Buffalo-Kansas City, Kansas City-Buffalo. The Bengals make back-to-back Super Bowls. It's the Bengals Conference. Yeah. Well, and they'd also be 5-0 and against the Chiefs and the Bills in the last two, three yeah. years. Even if they don't win it? Even if they don't win it, it's got to yeah, they, they, be Kansas City and the Bills. They've got to be considered the premier team in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, earned, yeah, they would have earned it. The Chiefs would have lost four in a row to Cincinnati. Yeah. Including hey, three at home. Did the Chiefs drop home? behind the Bills? No. No. So Cincy one. No. Kansas City two. Bills three. Unless the Bengals beat them by like 50. And even so, I don't think they do. They've made five straight AFC championship games. Anybody else cracking your top three? Going forward, fellas, I know that's more of a. If the Jets get Lamar Jackson, yeah, it could be an interesting. Off-season. I will be yes, like in on that. There's but, a. You see the theory about Lamar, which you know Harbaugh, the the 200. He's our guy, yeah. and then the next day it leaked out what they offered him. Which, yeah, which I did see this. A little bit of game theory is that they committed, but he won't accept it. He's going to break up with them. That's, uh, that's what the Ravens want it to look like. And, is he, right. He wants to break okay, up so with them. They're leaking it, so it looks like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. trying. This exactly. is what we did. Okay, so and supposedly like he's trying to get 100% guaranteed money, like Deshaun Watson and the Ravens are not offering 100% guaranteed money. All right. So. A lot of like the Titans did this too, right? Like after AJ Brown got traded, was hey guys, we offered him 17 million dollars a year. Yeah, and everyone said that's not enough. Like you're not actually trying. <laughs> that just like, happened with Barkley oh. yesterday, right? Didn't a story come out about what the Giants offered Saquon Barkley? Yeah, guaranteed money, 12 and a half million per year. By the way, there are odds on Saquon Barkley. Barkley's next team. This is from Bet Online. If not on the Giants, you should bet the Giants. 
if not on the Giants. Ravens are the favorite at plus 400. And the Bills are right after that at plus 425. So the Ravens move on from Lamar Jackson, go full on to running the game, running the ball an insane amount of time and load up on their backfield. And the Bills just continue to be listed on anything running back related yep. for eternity. Yep. Nope. Okay, so let's, uh, shall we say, uh, step aside and make room because Joe and Sal are ready to go. If you're on hold, don't go anywhere. If you're calling in, keep calling because they're going to get you a spot. Uh, They're going to answer the phones and line you up. And the boys are going to talk more Bills football with you. The Extra Point Show is coming up in moments on WGR. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 